Episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. It is still spooky season, baby, and I am one of your cult leaders and host, Jordan Garcia. Right next to me, I have. Yes, Armando Arvizu here. And uh, what do we usually do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast, Jordan? Well, what we like to usually do is we'll get a film that's in the Criterion Collection. One of us will bring a film that's not in the Criterion Collection. We'll pair it together. They'll have some sort of significance to pair together, and then we'll talk about it. We'll argue about it, and then we'll see which one belongs, which one doesn't belong. And sometimes we vote it in, sometimes we vote it out. And that's the whole point of this. Uh, and then today is my episode, my your spooky well, season episode, my Halloween episode. We're sponsored by Halloween. No, we're not, mm-hmm. but uh, it'd be nice if we were. Um, yeah, it's our letter it's my, ween. It's my, it's my spooky episode. Um, you know, if you haven't listened to his yet, Mondo did audition and with Parasite. With Parasite. Uh, and that was a downer. And that was, you know, that was a little bit of a, that, was, I mean, it was, it was a heavy. good one. It was a good one, but it was a heavy one. And I yeah. thought, you know, I had a bunch of heavy horror movies I wanted to bring to kind of like psychological thrillers and stuff like that. But I thought, you oh. know what? Let's make it a little fun. Let's give these people, you know, you were handing out Almond Joys. You are handing out Apples. Yeah. I want to give it a little Butterfinger. Oh, okay, you don't want to get so heady. Yeah, I want to give some. Yeah, exactly. I want to give some Reese's pieces, something to munch on. And so, right off the bat, for the Criterion Collection film, I am talking about Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's right. A lot of you probably don't even know this, mm. but Ghostbusters is a laser disc on the Criterion Collection. So Criterion released Ghostbusters. I mean, we probably won't ever see it be a re-release because I think it's like you know it's. It's such a popular yeah, film. Paramount that, has their clutches on that. Yeah, they're, that they're, that's their like cash hound. Yes, they I, can re-release like those two, like the double discs, yeah. like, and then now the new movies they can add those to that. Yeah, yeah they I mean? have been, I think. Oh god. And then uh, <laughs> I remember when like you know some YouTubers were gonna go see the newer one, uh, not the newer one, the the one with the uh, with uh, uh, the all female one or, or yeah. Rudd. The all female one. Okay. Uh-huh. And like, you know, like they had one, like Paramount had went like all out. Like they're like, they're like expecting this to make this like a huge IP again. You know? Right. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And all the stops. And then the movie came out and they're like, Ugh. and look, I just want to say right off the bat that we're not like these angry white nerd boys who are mad because Ghostbusters are girls. We're these now. Mexican angry white, uh, angry. Well, boys. no, I mean, we don't care that, that, that the Ghostbusters were female. It just wasn't a good film. And, and, and I think, I, We'll get into why I feel like these new Ghostbuster films are not going to be good films because they don't capture the spirit of the first one and they don't capture, you know what I'm saying? It's not they the same thing. They don't capture the horniness. They don't, they don't capture like... They don't harness the horniness. They don't capture the manliness. They're no, really, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying like we're not whining about that. Look, I don't want to see... I, I would love to see kid Ghostbusters and women Ghostbusters, but they're, these are not Ghostbusters. We're talking about real Ghostbusters here. I'm sure those movies were fine. If you enjoyed them, blah, blah, blah. That's okay. Oh. But we're going to talk about the original. The all-female one was a sci-fi movie channel one. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I, I, again, I haven't seen it, so I'm not like, you know, I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying, I you know. And I didn't see it not because I'm some like, Ugh, I'm not going to see that. Blah, blah, blah. I just haven't seen it. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but so we're doing the original Ghostbusters, 1984, directed by Ivan Reitman. That's right. Jason Reitman's father. Uh, you know, he's a... Uh, He's a director. Up in did, the air. He did Juno. Up in the air, yeah. Thank you for smoking. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is from Letterbox. Uh, Letterbox. again, we, we love you. We'd, we'd, we'd love a little treat in our bag, maybe a sponsorship, maybe a hat. They ain't afraid of no ghost, but you didn't see that coming. 
after losing their academic post at a prestigious university. A team of parapsychologists goes into business as proton pack toten ghostbusters who exterminate ghouls, hobgoblins, and supernatural pests of all stripes. Stripes, that's a reference to uh, Ivan Reitman movie. Uh, An ad campaign pays off when a knockout uh, cellist hires the squad to purge (laughs) her swanky digs of demons that appear to be living in her refrigerator. That's a fucking horrible, horrible Ghostbusters uh, synopsis. Whoever, oh my god, that's I didn't so, even realize. I realized she. I knew she played an instrument, but I didn't know it was cello. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, only because, and, and apparently she's a knockout. <laughs> yeah, knockout cellist. No, she is. Uh, look, who's in this? You're probably wondering you because you don't know anything. You've lived under a rock. Uh, Bill Murray is Peter Venkman. Uh, Doctor Peter Venkman. Sorry, Dan Aykroyd is Doctor Raymond Stance. Sigourney Weaver is a knockout as Dana Barrett. Held Ramis as Dr. Egon Spangler. You got the legendary Rick Moranis as Louis Tully. The legendary Annie Potts as Janine Melnitz. You've got William Atherton as Walter Peck. And then, of course, the great Ernie Hudson as Winston Zeddemore. The only one going around still representing the Ghostbusters at cons and things like that. And then you got the other people. You know, you have David Margulis as the mayor. And then, uh, yeah, we don't need to go deeper into that. But this is Ghostbusters, baby. Um, the original, uh, the how how can I say it? the the original uh, the original Goon Squad. <laughs> <laughs> now that doesn't make any sense. Like I guess the well, not the original, but like one of the first in my experience, one of the first like ragtag teams of like things where I was just like, oh yeah, like this is like the kind of movies or this is the kind of teams I want to see. You got the guy who's always trying to hit on the girl. Mm-hmm. You got kind of like the nerdy kind of chubbier guy who's like, you know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. He's into it, but he's kind of goofy. He gets smacked on the head sometimes. Yeah. And you have the super smart guy who's just like into that. And then you have like the, the other guy who's just like, well, I'm just in it for the paycheck. I'm just here to like, you know, experience this shit. Mm-hmm. And it like, it's crazy for him. That, yeah. Those are sort of like the, I mean, that's the archetype in this, but I mean, like, you know, because I'm saying, like, you think about Guardians of the Galaxy, right? How that is a Marvel movie, but that probably shouldn't work, but it sort of followed this kind of like format where it's this ragtag team of people who get together and they're just funny and they're silly. And in the face of uh, all these things, they're just in the face silly. Of danger, ghost, yes, uh, paranormal activity. They're silly and funny. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know what I mean? And you're just like, oh, as a kid, you're just like, damn, like, this is like, this is who I want my friends to be. And this is who I want to be, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't think about that re- really. Yeah. Cause when you were talking about it right now, it just made me think of the three stooges. Yeah. I want the three stooges to be my friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're saying like, oh yeah, they're going to hit the, the chubby guy or whatever. And one of the guys hitting on somebody, but, and the three stooges, they all get hit. But yeah, like yeah, yeah, that was a good example too of like uh, of the Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's just like these guys brought together and they have to do something, just like an Armageddon, right? Well, it's a ragtag team of exactly. They got to exactly. drill a hole. They got to you know help save somebody. But but I guess and also I mean in the sense of like Ghostbusters is sort of like a, it 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 became a hit, but it yeah. really shouldn't have been because there is no there there is no formula there, right? Like nobody knew who these people were. You know these actors and stuff like that. Yeah, there they was, did. 
This well, was after Saturday Night Live, so yeah. But I mean, they, it it wasn't like a they weren't like um, it's not like Stallone and like stuff like that. Where like you're gonna rush Stallone, out, where you're gonna rush, where you're gonna, before, rush, where you're gonna yeah. rush out and like see these people in a movie like that, right? Yeah, they were still kind of. I guess yeah. yeah, the movie business was still kind of finding its grounding because right. because after the seventies, it's uh, you know it's auteur stuff. Yeah, or, I because, mean, and then well, but. After, I mean, after the 70s, it's more like, you know, like blockbuster. Uh, the, yeah. And slasher films. And, yes. like, you know, the studios having more of a hand in things again. Exactly. Because, because Jaws made it so that, like, you yeah, know, you, you don't really you're not really worried about, like, the star itself. You're worried yeah. about the, the suspenseful thing. Yeah. Like, right. It's Jaws. Right. So Ghostbusters, it should, you know, I mean, the ghost aspect obviously helps. But nobody knows who these Ghostbusters are in Jaws. Yeah. They don't advertise, like, the three leads as, like. You know, like follow yeah. these guys as like the ragtag group of guys who get together to kill this shark. It's yeah. mostly it's there's the a shark. shark. Yeah. You know? It, yeah. And so in Ghostbusters, it's really just focusing on the Ghostbusters, especially just the three of them, which mm-hmm. which is Egon, Ray and and uh, Vankman. Yeah. And so that that's, you know, at that time, even though they were, you know, kind of popular, especially Bill Murray, I'm sure was very popular on SNL. Yeah. But there was no reason to go see a movie like that. You know what I mean? Like even with like Chris Pratt and stuff, he was popular on Parks and Rec. But there's really there's no kind of no reason to go see a movie like Gardens of the Galaxy because it's just a talking raccoon and a talking tree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's like these aspects that are kind of like unnecessary, and you're kind of like, well, I don't. Why would I go do that? Yeah. You know? One of the Blues Brothers is talking. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. what? Like what is he getting? He's got a proton pack. What is that? You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's very like it's also because it's very scientific. It's not so. It isn't just so like we got a magic wand to stop these ghosts, you know? Yeah, I mean, it is very scientific, but also the the comedy is really heavy on it, too, because I feel like a, a, a lot a lot of the time they're improvising. Things, yeah. Oh, know? yeah, absolutely. They're not uh, just no, they're absolutely. based on, on Bill. I don't think Bill and, Murray has. I don't think Bill Murray goes Dan, on script. And they talk about Dan Aykroyd's original script, right? Where it was too. It was too it much. Was, it was very too. It was too heady. It was going too much into yeah, like a too cult scientific, stuff, it, too yeah. scientific. Like there was just too much stuff that just wasn't. It was gonna go over people's heads. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Obviously, they brought it to uh, Ivan Reitman had to get him to bring it down, dumb it down for everyone. And and, I, and and again, not necessarily dumb it down. I would say just more like focus on what people well, are gonna more care enjoyable about. Enjoyable for sure. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like focus on what people are gonna care about, which is the characters and like yeah. things like that. Like. You know what I mean? Like the set pieces. Yeah. I mean, the set pieces in Ghostbusters are amazing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you don't see shit like that anymore. It's all just CGI. It's all just like things floating in the sky. Where here you have that like great set piece at the end where like I I think like uh, his original script was more focused just on them explaining all that stuff and talking about that stuff, the occult and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like that's not kind of what the fun thing. That's not what's fun about Ghostbusters. Like you don't need that. You know what I mean? Yeah, seeing them banter and like and talk about the ghosts or make fun of the ghosts in front of them and not not knowing how to handle anything that's. I mean, the severity of the situations that right. is actually going on, you know. Right. It's like literally like these guys who literally they're just like, we don't really know what we're doing. When the, like the Slimer scene, for instance. Yeah. They go in there. They cause a ruckus. They they, they get him there. It's sort of just like, okay, shit. All right, we got him. <laughs> and they come out and they're like, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. And they're just like, all right, you're going to need to give us $5,000. But immediately <laughs> when they go in the dining room and the and I, the guy who calls him, the guy, the guy who works at the hotel and stuff. The maitre d'. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, the maitre d. Like, don't break anything. And immediately, Vakeman 
It's just like breaking stuff, like you know, with his yeah, pro- like his like yeah, because they gun. don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, because they're just so like, and to them, it's it, it, and again, it's also just at the same time, it is an out of this world situation. So it is kind of easy to like be like that, and there's like, well, I mean, it was a ghost. What do you expect? Like, what we were just gonna not break anything? Yeah, can like, you deal with something yeah, like this? Yeah, well, are you gonna be able to? We can just put it back and yeah. see if you can do it without breaking it. And we're gonna charge you five thousand dollars. Yeah, like, and that's our discount. Like, and that's just really funny because it's like, yeah, we deal with this all the time. That whole scene where the guy's just like, oh, like, no, no, we, you know, we we always talk about. Everyone knows about the twelfth floor, and then like Peter Pan, he's, yeah. like, he's, oh yeah, yeah, everyone knows about that. Like, yeah. he just keeps like <laughs> agree with him, and he's just like, he's all, has anyone? He's all, did you tell anybody? Have you ever reported this before? He's all, oh no, no, heavens no. And then, <laughs> and then Peter Pan was like, he's all, yeah, oh, God no, of course not, we wouldn't dare. <laughs> but like, it's just very much just this. It's it's like a business for them, and that I think that's what's one of the best things about Ghostbusters. I was telling you this like off off mic before we started recording was that watching it now like one of the things that's you know they are a ragtag group of guys who are just put in this situation because they're you know they're they're trying to make money off of it it's not even like this thing where like somebody like they were chosen for it you know like most movies it's like oh you were chosen to be the ghostbusters and like you found this book this ancient book or you related to this person it's like no like we needed like to make money and we need to do a business and what are we good at oh we, we're just para you know parapsych parapsychologist and so we can say that we know stuff about ghosts and even though egon and like ray they do like study that and they yeah do, they just they just uh ray and egon obviously want to just study uh, well, the paranormal activity and things but of course but, but even then it's but just even more about they, like they, it's that, more about the commerce of it. it's more about we store it in this thing we go and we capture it. you know what i mean it's just very I mean, much for them, that. it's not the. It, i mean i don't think it's about that for them it's just how they have to keep them but that's how they convince Vakeman to join them. It's like, oh, we're gonna make money. We can make no, money. No, what do you mean this. to join them? Vakeman's the one who like tells them. He says like, oh, I, I think it's like we were we were meant to get kicked out of this school, so we can. And they're like, for what? And he's like, to go into business for ourselves. Yeah. He makes Ray get the third mortgage so they can buy all that stuff. Yeah, and they can do like he's the one who kind of puts it into motion to be like, hey, like. You know, but we yeah, can, he's the one who wants to make money. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, we can make a business out of this. Yeah. Like, we can like literally start charging. And he's just like, what? And he's like, yeah, we go into paranormal like investigations. Like, you know, and he's just right there like with this booze, like dancing around, being yeah. like, yeah, we're gonna make some money. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and maybe it's not completely like that for, but there are little things throughout the film where like. But you, they know they need money to do all these things. Yes, that, of course, that, and, that's and, and because, because that's what I'm funding. saying. It, it is. It is very much like about that, where it's like, sure, it it can start off as like a, a like a scientific thing, but eventually you have to make money. You need to pay for the storage of these ghosts. You need to pay for yeah, the building. Like they said, the, the proton pack charging that they yeah. have to charge for, like all those different things, mm-hmm. like their their vehicle, the gas. I mean, the the employees, the one employee that they have. Yeah, you know, like all those things they have to like worry about doing so it becomes more of a business and i think like in that montage too that's kind of what it shows right it shows that it just becomes this thing where it's just like oh like you know that there's like those little flashes of the the newspaper covers that they're on and there's like little yeah. things like oh do ghosts have civil rights and like it's like oh like are they like you you know are they like making people see these ghosts and using them to like make money and it becomes yeah. like these things, you know what I mean? Like where it's like no one can ever just be like, oh, yeah, like. Yeah, they're exploiting these, the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, these guys are like, uh, there's ghosts terrorizing people and these guys are just helping out, you yeah. know? Sure, they charge for it, but well, who doesn't, right? Who doesn't charge for water? Who doesn't charge for electricity? Yeah, who, who doesn't charge for basic it, needs? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exterminators, firefighters, like, you know what I'm saying? Everything is, everything's being paid for. It's got, you know yeah. what I mean? It needs money. It needs funding. I think that's like a very interesting thing that they obviously don't go 
too crazy into. But, you know, as as growing up, I never really looked at that aspect of the film because, you know, I was more about the fun kind of like, oh, they're just busting ghosts. But watching it this time, I was like, oh, that's like kind of wild. Like, yeah, like it's it just it it can only be a business. It's not like like what, you know, like uh, later on the movie that we're that I'm going to bring later, which is Monster Squad, which I didn't mention earlier. But um it, it it's not it's it's literally about business it's not about this kind of like oh we get together because we want to stop these ghosts we know you know what i mean like yeah. it's, it's just very much just like oh this is just it's commerce baby that's how it goes like if there was ghosts like if, if it became a real rampant thing where ghosts were taking over our neighborhoods then we'd probably have to pay to stop that from happening yeah. you know what i mean there'd be a government funded thing where they'd be like yeah we'll come and get the ghost we can get rid of the ghost but yeah. you know you got to pay. Yeah, it. it's just another problem. And then yeah. also, it, it's the time of the 80s. So, I mean, obviously, there's greed. Everyone's trying to make money. Everyone's about themselves. It's like the me era and stuff like that. So, it's a commentary on what was going on during that decade, too. So, obviously, that was like inspiration yeah. Oh, for yeah, it yeah. too. You know, like, and, and because, you know, I mean, you know, it was written by Dan Aykroyd, and he's very much like a... Like a he's very libertari- libertarian, which is that they're very much like, right? They, they don't like government too much government involved in their stuff they're like yeah. sort of like in between like right and left yeah. but they're just like they don't like government involved in their stuff they just want to be left alone yeah. they, you know what i mean they want to be able to like grow their own stuff or like do whatever do yeah. these things and that's kind of what like the ghostbusters are they're just like well we should be able to just like study ghosts and like you know capture ghosts and charge for it and like there should be no yeah. you know because once that because once the government comes they involved, paved the way for all the ghost hunters that came later exactly and all these like stupid little devices that you know like some fake epk meter like that the, uh, yeah like, like that people just, have like, and just like oh yeah they, like it's reading that ghosts are here there's yeah so, you just it's just like the light meter just goes up you're yeah. like yep the ghost activity is getting stronger yeah, it's getting stronger it keeps going up like but, but i think but but i think that's also it's just funny because that is a very practical thing right like i, I do love that about the ghostbusters is that it's it's all practical there there isn't no medallion there's no you know, special knife or something yeah. that they have to like have to like know what's going on. They're just like doing it scientifically. They're just like, oh, the the shit that's in the air, the particles and the, yeah. the different things like it changes. So that means there's a ghost here. There's like paranormal like slime or things that like, you know what I mean? That it leaves yeah. residue and shit like that, which is always I think that's why even as a kid, why I really enjoyed the film, like because it and was why never they sold you slime. <laughs> well, I mean, that was until the second one, yeah, know. you know, that that became a thing. Yeah. But in the first one, it was more just like, oh, like it felt, I don't know. It just always felt like dark and like different. Oh, and uh, was it? Uh, what's the what's the little guy's name? The Oh, Slimer. Slimer. Yeah, uh-huh. he gets slimed in the first one. He's like, I've been slimed. Oh, yeah. yeah no, the, I know. But it, but it doesn't become like a, like in, yeah, in the it becomes second like, one. Yeah, it's the source yeah. of like Yeah, it's like the on. ooze and like yeah. it's all like that stuff and everything like, yeah. and all of a sudden they have like things that shoot ooze. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, in in this first one they do have that and like, but Slimer is just kind of there. Yeah. It's not until like the cartoons and stuff that yeah, it becomes Slimer like, is like a, a character. Yeah. And, and again, like I want to talk about that too where like. Miss in the first one why it's such a great film and a lot of people fucking nowadays are pretending like they don't like Ghostbusters because that's like the new thing. Okay, they all want to pretend like oh it's actually not good. It wasn't blah blah blah, <laughs> but it really is. Yeah, and again another reason is because it doesn't have that like, you know obviously I don't think it was meant to be a kids movie, uh, but at the time I feel like it was. I mean I know a lot of I guess mostly, they marketed like 
it, it became one i feel like a part two in the cartoon yeah. and stuff like that yeah. but everyone really like enjoyed the first one enough but that's not really a kid's movie yeah it, it you know it's it's pretty dark it's pretty like uh it's it's way too rapey in a lot of ways <laughs> <laughs> well i mean when you're a kid all that kind of goes over your head like it did go it went over my head for no a long absolutely time. yeah yeah no it does you, you don't pay attention to that you're just kind of seeing it as whatever yeah. like yeah you're like worried about the comedy the action the ghost yeah. but <clears throat> the reason why it's so because it, it it sticks with more of like a there is no uh, like in the newer ones, I feel like everything and obviously in the cartoon and stuff like that in part two, it's more about like, oh, there's like cute ghosts and there's like cute things. And maybe like, you know, Slimer can live with us and like hang out with us or like yeah. maybe well, at like least that one. Everything else in the cartoon, I feel like is more uh, scary and stuff like everything that they deal with. Well, like even in the new, like the Paul Rudd one where they have like we were talking about the little marshmallow man that mm-hmm. are just like, you know, they walk around and they hang out and stuff. Yeah. And that's not like. Even like a, I guess it's supposed to be like Egon's like granddaughter or something, that's in the new Paul Rudd one, and she yeah. finds like the 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 car and like all the stuff, and she's like, oh like oh like fascinated by science, and oh she loves science and all this stuff, and it's like that was never like nothing was ever cute like that in the Ghostbusters. It was literally <laughs> yeah, just it very yeah. it's just like very real, very gray, very unpolished, just very like dusty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not this like cute like. Ooh, we love science and and we just then, like you know what i mean like part two kind of does that yeah. where they do the toaster thing and they put the thing in there yeah. and like they're right there with lab coats and like being like oh you know yeah the first one is a lot more rough around the edges yes yeah it's, it's very much just like we don't we don't even wear lab coats we're just fucking like throwing shit against the wall and trying to see like yeah. what's up and like you know literally and figuring DIY out why too yeah right? yeah and like it, and, and, and to them it's just like every any type of ghost is a threat there is no like oh it's a cute one look you know what I mean? Like they saw Slimer and they were just like, we have to, we have to kill this thing. Yeah. Like this isn't like, oh, it just, it just slimes you and just like goes around and eats stuff. Like, oh, it's cute. <laughs> it's like, no, we have to kill this thing. We have to He's trap cute. this He's thing. hungry. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, I feel like what, what new, what, 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 that's what the new Ghostbusters films get wrong about Ghostbusters. Yeah. They leaned into that aspect. More yes. They try to in, make. Right. Whereas like Ghost, the first Ghostbusters is a kid's movie without trying to be a kid's movie. And these new ones are trying to be kids' movies, and it just leans too much into that that it's it's trash. Yeah, it's just straight trash. You know what I mean? And and then of course you're just never gonna have, you're never gonna have this cast. So there's just no way to replicate. Yeah, they're that. all dead. Well, not Except all. Except Ernie Hudson and Bill Murray. Well, Dan Aykroyd's oh, Dan still Aykroyd. alive. I mean, he might as well be. <laughs> well, Dan well, Aykroyd's Bill in the Murray stars. might as well be dead too. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're you know what I mean. Ernie Hudson's in great shape. I'll tell you that. He's not going to die anytime yeah. soon. Uh, everyone else is like looking pretty harsh. Yeah. Uh, like they, they're not going to be able to chase a slimer down. Ernie Hudson can still ru- still rumble with some ghosts for sure. Yeah. But Dan Aykroyd's uh, shilling out his vodka. Look, Dan Aykroyd, he was doing too much ghost busting that he wanted to bust on a ghost. Ooh. That's what he wanted to do. Um, that part is a pretty crazy part uh, where he dreams about a ghost trying to rip off his pan- pants. He doesn't dream about it. It he, happens. Well, no, it does like a little dream sequence. It does like that woo-woo thing mm. to make it seem like it's a dream. And that's why he falls off the bed because he's dreaming of it. Yeah. It's a dream sequence. Okay. Because he's been busting ghosts for so he's just they they just been that montage. Been they're just busting, busting ghosts. <laughs> and then so he just gets home. He's exhausted after just killing ghosts. And he's just like, well... I haven't talked to a human woman in a minute. 
let me get this ghost on me. Busting ghosts. I get it. It's a, you know, he's a working man, blue collar man. Yeah. He's dealing with weird. He's dealing with hardships. And you get a little, you know, you want to get a little feisty sometimes <laughs> with your work. Mm. You want to bring your work home with you. <laughs> um, I think that's why it's in the Criterion Collection for all the things that I was saying because it is like you know it, it just it, not only the practical effects are amazing um, it, it literally is a very much of a place in time where you're never going to be able to replicate it ever you're never going to be able to have a movie like this ever again and maybe the Gardens of the Galaxy sort of did that in a way I will say because you know I'm not trying to like praise Marvel or be something but you know Gardens of the Galaxy would never be one of my favorite movies of all time or anything ghostbusters is but i feel like gardens of the galaxy does kind of they have that camaraderie it sort of did that they get that a lot it was also like a kids movie but it was still adult without trying to lean into either one too much you know what i'm saying yeah it like found the balance of that and you you really get you know it's kind of hard to do that these days you really can't do that with a lot of movies people try too hard to lean into one thing or the other yeah they uh, didn't find a good balance and ghostbusters definitely found a good balance between a lot of like you know the seriousness the the actual like you know science behind all this stuff too like you know yeah mm-hmm. and the funniness and uh you know like even like the kid sort of aspect sort of of it even though it really isn't but it just kind of is there even though i don't think they were focusing on that no they, i don't think they were but, focusing on it at all yeah. like that's why like that's i feel, feel like that's why it's there yeah and also, you know, the, the characters are sort of kids themselves. You can see the characters as kids, which I think is kind of a crazy yeah. thing. You know what I mean? They're probably younger than we are right now filming that movie. Yeah. And they look old as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray was, I think Bill Murray in Ghostbusters was 17. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last thoughts? Ghostbusters? Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I'll give my last thoughts and a rating, obviously. Uh, Ghost, but uh, Ghost, the first Ghostbusters is a perfect movie for me. Like it doesn't like we didn't even talk about Rick Moranis, how his character being like a fumbling idiot and like you know how he gets possessed by by Gozer and stuff like that, and becomes this crazy dog. Or no, the dog is chasing him. And then he becomes yeah. yeah and then he becomes he becomes the that. dog. Yeah. And yeah, his performance is you know like. I would say underrated maybe or like i don't feel like people talk about that him him enough i mean i i i, I yeah i don't know if it's underrated i think a lot of people like enjoy because again it's it's one I mean, of he's the a many big part of, it's one of the many you know that movie doesn't work without him yeah he's one of the many like legs that that movie stands on mm. if you don't have rick moranis as lewis tully like this you little skinny nerdy guy who's supposed to be like fit and like you know oh, I, yeah. do, I take all these like vitamins and stuff and he's also does people's taxes like you know what i mean like it's just like the if you didn't have him if you you know i think we talked about it before where it was supposed to be someone who's actually fit yeah who's actually who actually looked like someone who took vitamins and worked out all the time and stuff like that who's kind of like handsome to Sigourney yeah. Weaver, but Sigourney Weaver didn't like him because he was so annoying about, yeah. you know, being fit and stuff. Like with Vakeman's personality, but like right. obviously not his looks. Exactly. You know, like and better looking. Exactly. And so, but they were just like, oh, it'd be, probably be funnier to have Rick Moranis. And I think, yeah, it does make it funnier, but it also just adds a little bit more to that. Like, because again, like once, you know, once they be, once he becomes the key master and she's the gatekeeper yeah. and they like kind of make out, if that would have been like the, a hot guy or whatever you'd be like oh okay like that's yeah. 
that's fine. But when it's like Louis, yeah, Louis like, Tully and his it, hair's all messed yeah. up, you're just like, oh shit, like yeah. this world is warped. Like this is like a, you know what I mean? Like it's just like. Yeah, it's that trope where they turn it on itself. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. And it work, yeah, it works out better because yeah. it's. Because we, we, you know, we've seen that a lot. It's like so much, obviously, obviously, like there's always like, you know, someone, the handsome neighbor or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And Rick Moranis is, yeah, and again, I'm not trying to say like, he's like an ugly guy. He's a handsome guy, but it's just one of those things where you're just like, oh, like that is pretty funny. Yeah. Like that he's like the gatekeeper and like, because when the gatekeeper possesses his body, he's still sort of like him yeah you know what i mean where she's just like all sexy and like weird <laughs> and he is just sort of just like uh like yeah. still like yeah, that's it a that's a really like and that's also another i guess you are right it is underrated because in the performance when when uh when peck shows up to shut him down with the construction worker and the cop yeah. and he has rick moranis uh egon has rick moranis down in the basement mm. and he's just like oh you know and they're like telling himself like oh don't you know don't shut this off you know you shut this off it's gonna blah blah blah. Yeah. if you just look at rick moranis like the things he's doing are just like hilarious <laughs> like yeah. he's just like moving around and like sniffing at things and at, at one point like the cop like you see the cop like look at him up and down and just give him this face like oh my god <laughs> like who is this yeah. like it's such like a good like everyone's doing such a great job like to make that film like flow you know what i yeah. mean like without him and then at one point like harold ramus like literally puts at you know um uh the receptionist mm-hmm. and then uh rick moranis like he puts puts pushes him up against the wall with his hands and she's like all whited like all scared and if you look at him he's like smiling and like sniffing his like arm yeah. and just like being all like it's just like a really good performance um everyone everyone's doing a great performance yeah. what what sorry i you you were no, that, I mean, that was, yeah, I, yeah, I gave it a five. I mean, I don't like, this is like a perfect movie for me. And, and like, it's obviously stands the test of time. And then, yeah, it's oh, know, yeah. like, and yeah, exactly like we rewatching it. You just find, you keep on finding more things and more things about it that, uh, that you missed and like, and, or think about differently because, yes. uh, you know, we're not kids anymore and we're, we have a little more life experience through going through us and we can like find that in a film and i always think that's that's great you know that yeah, you can it, rewatch a movie and find different things about it and different aspects that didn't hit you the way they do now or or they didn't or you couldn't even see before because you, you just weren't in that mindset yeah this is one of uh my favorite films of all time one of the greatest films of all time even though ivan reitman i would never say he's a great director um but he does some great stuff here. My super ex girlfriend. I, I think. <laughs> I, I didn't he do multiplicity. I I think. Yeah. I, I th- oh, yeah, probably right. I think what really I think the script and the performances are what elevates this, and the practical effects. The practical effects are some of the best that have ever existed in film. I don't I, I come at me with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That fucking Stay Puft Marshmallow Man scene is. That whole last set piece when they first show up to the building and the and the and the floor falls apart and all the building falls on top of them and they have to go up in the elevator or no they have to walk the stairs like they're yeah. just all like struggling. That whole set piece when they get up the the way that um, Gozer's like little palace thing looks like you know what I mean when <laughs> yeah. it pops out the fact that they have it as like a, that 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 girl like you know and they're just like oh it's like it's Gozer's a girl and like it's whatever it wants to be and like. They're just like, oh, aim for the flat top. Like, it's just like this. Or when they're just like, 
It's just like, uh, um, I was like, he's gonna look. Meg was like, you're gonna have to get through us. And then after like, and then Ray's just like, that's right. And after he's like, go get her, Ray. <laughs> and she's like, well, we we are the Ghostbusters, and we ask you to like leave and find whatever like uh, paradimension is convenient for yourself, like you know, but just leave this one. And that's yeah. and it was like, that'll do. And she's like. Are you like, are you a god? And then he looks back at Vankman and he gives him like, Vankman gives him like a thumbs up. Like, yeah, like you got this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all, no. <laughs> like that. And someone asked you. Yeah. Like you, you can't. And, and, you know, I mean, like you, all these like set pieces that they do in like current action movies where they try to have that humor and like stuff going on. The CGI like sort of like takes it away. Yeah. You're just sort of lost in like this, like mess of like colors and things like that. Yeah, it's or, cut and fast. Uh, yeah, it's shot just like, too fast. Yeah, like it, it's trying to make it way more. You know, like trying to like get something out of out well, of you that's it, it, not there. It's you trying know. to make you not notice the flaws in in, in the in, yeah. in in the CGI and in the, in the things in that yeah. are around in the world that's around because it's yeah. it's fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it can't stick on something long enough because you'll notice how fake it is. Yeah. So it has to jump cut. We're here because it's so practical and it seems like they're on that roof and it seems like they're about to enter like you know there's like there's some other dimension portal like opened up in front of them like they can just keep it on the characters and let you like watch them let you see them do what they're going to do and like have reactions to even you know in jokes in newer movies they're just so fast because everything's moving and they don't want you to like you know what i mean they don't want you to notice what just happened well, because honestly, they're, they're jokes that aren't jokes at all that's what i'm saying they don't have confidence in yeah. them so they're moving fast so that you don't so it's like well if they laughed at them that's good if they didn't at least we're on to the next yeah whereas here like they had so much confidence in what they were doing that they could leave it on these characters and that like last set piece is a five-star movie alone because that like it has everything it has comedy it has like action it even has like horror and suspense i mean like like in you know what i mean everything's practical like Oh, you know what I mean? Like they turn into those dogs and then they have to like break them out. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like so it's just like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. There there is all these things where in a, in most movies like there is there there isn't that. Like you're just going to get that and it's going to be like, "Oh, okay, like I saw it really quick." Here they really stretch that out. They give you the character. Each character has like it, their own moment sort of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where it's like this thing where you know, they they're each like it, we don't need to see them like grow as people or anything because that's not like the point. Like they're just there to like do this job. And we're, we don't need to have like these moments where each of them like are like, oh, like we did this or whatever. Even though there is some like like some like nice, like beautiful moments at the end where he's just like, oh, like, you know, like nice working with you, Ray. And he's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, like, you know, like like it was great working with you, like Dr. Vankman or whatever. And like they're just like, you know, they think they're going to blow up. There's like shit like that, but we don't ever need to see them all like how movies nowadays would make them like each of them be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I did this or like they'd have to say something like and it would just be too overbearing and not make sense here. They're not here to redeem themselves. They're here to make money. They're here to help fucking the mayor get out of this situation so they can continue their business. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's really all it is. And that's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's magnificent. I think I, I don't know. I think that they're just having to be alive after all of that. <laughs> well, of course, of course. But I'm saying that they knew, like, like um, Winston says, they got the tools, they got the talent, so they were able to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even when like, he's just like, I love this town. It's like really, it's just like that's that's only gonna happen in New York City. 
<laughs> I've never been to New York City, but it's obviously a love letter to New York City as well. But this is a five-star film. Ghostbusters is one of the best films ever. It'll never come out on a Criterion 4K, unfortunately. But it is a Laserdisc. That's why we didn't do a spine number. They didn't give spine numbers for Laserdiscs. So all you spine heads, you should have known that. Don't fucking come at me. <laughs> but Ghostbusters is a classic. But now we're going to talk about, well, you know, a classic, but more of like a cult classic. Yeah. We're talking about Monster Squad, baby. That's my pick coming up next. 1987's The Monster Squad, directed by Fred Decker. That's right. I'm bringing something a little fun, a little wacky, a little cute. The Monster Squad, baby. We're doing this from Letterboxd. Uh, you know who to call? Oh, look, you hear, listen to this one. Yeah. You know who to call when you have ghosts, but who do you call when you have monsters? Oh. oh. Does that relate to what we were talking about earlier? Rip off? think so uh so what what is this film about you're wondering well count dracula uh adjourns to earth Uh, wait adjourns yeah adjourns to earth accompanied by frankenstein's monster the wolfman the mummy and the gill man uh which is the creature from the black Black lagoon Lagoon. i don't know why they call him the gill man man. (laughs) i was like who (laughs) the uglies are in search of a power the uglies they call them the uglies are in search of a powerful amulet that will grant them power to rule the world our heroes the Monster Squad are the only ones daring to stand in their way. Ooh. Oh, boy. Uh, Andre Gower, he plays Sean. Uh, Robbie Kigger, he plays Patrick. Stephen Mack, he plays Dell. That's the dad. You've got Duncan Rhaegar as Count Dracula. you got the great Tom Noonan in a great Frankenstein performance. Yeah. Uh, you got Brent Challum as Horace, uh, fat, fat boy. Oh, the fat, yeah, the fat kid. Uh, Ryan Lambert as Rudy, the great Rudy. You got Ashley Bank as Phoebe. Uh, Michael Faustino as Eugene, the little kid, who sees the mummy in his closet. You've got the great Mary Ellen Trainer as Mom Emily. You got Leonardo Camino as Scary German Guy. John Grice as the werewolf. That guy's pretty known. You got Stan Shaw. Oh, yeah. He's in uh, Real Genius. Yeah, exactly. He's also uh, Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then Uh. you've got the great Stan Shaw as uh, the the dad's uh, partner, Detective Sopler. And then you have the little shit from um, The Wonder Years. Yeah, Wayne. Jason Harvey as EJ. And I just wanted to get to him. Uh, But it's a pretty stacked cast here in The Monster Squad. (laughs) So I'm bringing The Monster Squad. Again, this is 1987. Obviously... Uh, very much a Ghostbusters kind of ripoff, right? Yeah. They much saw, more, uh, uh, you know, intended for kids. Much more intended for kids. They yeah. sort of saw what the, the kids were loving. Uh, this is also written by Shane Black, by the way. Yeah, wrote and Lethal the director, Weapon. too. And the so. director who wrote Lethal Weapon. He wrote Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Iron Man 3. <laughs> Not the director, Shane Black. Shane Black did, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so... I, so this was very much you, not a Ghostbusters ripoff, but they obviously felt the success of Ghostbusters and saw that, that we needed to get a ragtag group of people together to f- yeah. to kill some monsters. But right? kids, but kids, which Ooh, is only one horny kid. Uh, there's only one. That's mm-hmm. true. That is true, right? They're not all horny, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. A uh, bit Rudy, you know, he's the older one, right? He yeah, the, you know, yeah. he's the leather jacket, the loafers, former yeah. gophers. The white socks. <laughs> yeah, so they don't follow the the kind of um, uh, the gang to a T, right? So you have uh, the main guy who's like, he's the one who's super into the horror stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, he's not, 
necessary. He's sort of like a uh, what's his name in the Goonies, Sean Austin in the Goonies. He's not necessarily yeah. yeah. He's not necessarily brave, but he's not necessarily like shy. He's sort of in between. He's kind yeah. of there. He's just like, but he's the one who knows. He knows everything. Yeah. And then you have his friend, which is sort of like the shades, the Corey Feldman, which is like the like you know he's he's like slick talking, right? Like he's. He's kind of like the Peter yeah. Venkman. Also. Yeah, he's there, but you know. Yeah, but but like he's sort of there in the in the beginning. He's more so prominent when they're talking yeah. to the principal. And he's like, he's all they call her this. He's all, but I don't know why they would do that. That's yeah. just cruel. Like, yeah. you know, he's very slick talking, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But they don't really show him do that too much throughout the film. Unfortunately, yeah. almost is wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yes. Not, yeah. And then you have the 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 chubby kid, which is kind of a, a regular trope in a lot of these films. Um, you have the chubby kid, which is uh, Horace. Yeah, just and, the right. stand by me kind of thing. Yeah, you know? the you know where the bullies, you know, like he, he has to get picked on, and then he has to do yeah. something at the end where the bullies are like, "Oh man, you're cool after all," or yeah. whatever. And then, um, and then you have the older cool kid. Uh, you have Rudy, who's like the older cool kid who has kind of. I mean, I don't know why he. W- I mean, he probably was a nerd himself when he was younger, but who knows why he's protecting these kids and why he cares? Yeah. But so that's. It's a little different. It doesn't follow the same Ghostbuster standards, but it does kind of follow like a certain type of trope for kids, yeah, right? Yeah. Like that's sort of like you watch a kid's movie, you kind of want that, right? You want like, because you, you want to be able to like kind of differ, differentiate, like kind of pick one for yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, each one, one you could see that or you can relate to. Exactly. Yeah. And everyone kind of has that, especially when you were a kid, you know, even if you didn't want to be, maybe you were the fat one, yeah. unfortunately, you know? Maybe you, you know, maybe but you, you wanted to be the the other kid, Rudy, right? Yes, you, I think we all want to be Rudy, yeah. right? At this point, I mean, so <laughs> still now. Uh, so the reason, so Monster Squad, it, it's so it's not, it's not the full on classic that Ghostbusters is, right? So Ghostbusters launched careers. It it it, it was it was a it was a box office yeah, hit. Yeah, unfortunately, this movie thing. did not launch anybody. It did not launch a single career. <laughs> yeah. uh, it mo- it mostly sent them into that portal at the end where it sucks yeah. uh, all the all the monsters in. Yeah, they're hanging with Ben Helsing. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, but it became a cult classic. Uh, it became more of like a um, if you know you know kind of movie, right? I feel yeah, like Ghostbusters. So. Ghostbusters yeah. is more like widely known. It's, mm-hmm. it's sort of like yeah, everyone knows Ghostbusters, right? We all know it. There's toys everywhere. There's that logo is fucking known. It, it's just a thing. Yeah. Monster yeah, Squad, yeah. Monster Squad. You know, you have to know. You know, yeah. If, if when you did, don't know, when did you see Monster Squad? So I wasn't. It, it probably wasn't until I was like probably like like twenty something. Okay. Yeah. That like I, I I I like checked it out and and again it sort of just I enjoyed it I liked it mm-hmm. but I didn't get it at the time yeah. in the same way that I think most people you know what I mean I think you had to be younger to see it yeah sort of because I yeah because I had never heard of Monster Squad I knew it was kind of like it was kind of a big thing because uh, it like I hadn't heard it. I didn't hear about it until like, yeah, I was 20 something too, but like it was being released on DVD and it kind of like sold out a lot of places. Yeah. So it was like, you know, they didn't, well, make it was, a- you know, and around that time that we were like in, or maybe even not even then, like maybe like 17, 16, you know, we were into stuff like the explorers and like those yeah, yeah. type of movies and monster squad kind of never, it really came into that conversation. Yeah. Which I feel like, there. which I feel like, like it was kind of part of, it's part of those. It should have you know been. I mean? Yeah. It should have yeah, been. But yeah, for some reason, 
yeah, I didn't like, you know, catch it on cable or something or just like, you know, it was just not playing anywhere. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't hear about it until later until it was released on DVD. And nobody that we knew or that I knew was like playing it. Like yeah. in that, you know what I mean? Like, about, yeah. Whereas like, you know, you expect like an older cousin or something to like put it on. I'd be like, oh, you don't know about Monster Squad, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. 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 It was like just kind of lost sort of. It seemed like at least. Yeah. So, so the first time I saw it, I, I sort of didn't really, I enjoyed it. Didn't really get it. Didn't really get kind of like, oh, it's like, oh, this is like the Monster Squad. Okay, like, that's fine. It's sort of like, I didn't, like I said, you probably have to be a kid at first to see it. But then when I watched it again, I think I watched it for, um, again, like a Halloween, just to like, because, you know, to try to watch stuff for Halloween. Yeah. And I watched it and I just remember being like, oh, like, this is like really, I sort of, I didn't go into it with the mindset of being a kid necessarily, but I sort of watched it and I was like, oh, I, you know, if I watched this when I was younger, I can understand why I would like really love this. Yeah. And I started seeing aspect of it. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, cause you know, at the time everyone was doing the Stephen King rule shirt that he wears. Yeah, everyone yeah. was like doing that. You can buy it, you know, mm-hmm. it became like a thing like that. And so I was like, oh, like I understand where, where's that coming from? Because again, it really is just like, I'll, I'll talk about like, you know, the, we're talking about like the design and sort of like the practical effects in Ghostbusters here. I really did like that. They just kept like the the monsters in sort of like a practical classic design. Yeah. Right. That Dracula just looks like Dracula from like a Halloween costume yeah. kind of thing. But it's like the, the classic Dracula is what I'm saying. It's like a it's like a not they didn't try to make him like, a, you know, Bram, Bram, you know, Francis Ford Coppola's Gary Oldman Dracula, <laughs> yeah. where he's just got this, you know, he looks like crazy and like fucking crazy <laughs> evil. And you're just yeah. scared of him. He is just, you know, he's the classic Dracula, slick back yeah, hair. He's the one you saw. The on Widow's like, Peak, you know? you know, during Halloween, you'd see a pack of Doritos and had all the universal monsters. Exactly. On it. Yeah. You know, just or, classic. Or some dad would just be dressed up like that yeah. as Dracula. Yeah. But but I think. That the whole <laughs> thing—that's what Dracula looks like. Yeah, There's some dad dressed up as Dracula yeah. for Halloween. Yeah, party. exactly. Just like trying to be like, ooh, yeah. putting his hands up. Yeah. But like, yeah, because he's but not. He never like, says any of those lines, like the classic lines that he Dracula doesn't. says. Yeah, he's, he's he's a pretty normal guy. Yeah. He doesn't go like, oh, good evening. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but but it's it's menacing because if you're a kid. That's like the whole point, right? Like, yeah. you know, the, the you know adult, the cops show up there to say, hey, Dick, shut, what are you doing? They're going to shoot at him, <laughs> yeah. right? But if you're a kid, you see that, you know that's what, like, you know what I mean? Like the classic yeah, Wolfman, the, yeah. la- la- uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, yeah. Frankenstein, like the mummy. That's scary to you because that's what, what you've been looking at this whole time. And I think that's like a really cool thing that they didn't try to, like, make it like some dumb design. Or like some like updated like ooh it's got to be like crazier it's got to yeah. be like you know like the Wolfman's got to like look like American Werewolf in Paris where it's just like ah, I like, mean yeah I mean I feel like they kind of tried to do that with the transformation at one point like they try to do like a like a cool transformation which is like the iconic scene in uh, American Werewolf in but, London but I think but yeah but you know they obviously didn't have the budget for that to they didn't do that yeah yeah so they do like. You know what they can with it. I was just gonna say, I, I feel like they did that because they didn't have the budget, so they had to figure out cool ways to kind yeah. of show his transformation. Yeah. So they did that one. They do the one where she, wa- the mom, walks out of the house, and you just see the shadow of him turn into the mm. bat. Like you don't yeah. see, you know what I mean? Like there's different ones again because it's probably like budgetary, obviously. Yeah. But I think, you know, obviously that's. I don't know. I think that works better than if they would have just like you know what I mean, kept trying to just show it over yeah, and over again. To it, yeah. yeah. But, and I also like the character that he, you know, he does, well, I don't know, just like, 
the severity of it like where like you know the wolfman guy doesn't want to be the wolfman and he's trying to warn everybody yeah about yeah, yeah. his like transformation and stuff like that i thought that was like a really cool aspect of the wolfman uh that i don't know i, I guess i just really hadn't seen before i guess yeah, no, and then, yeah, because then Dracula, like, has to tie him up when he's a human. Yeah. Because he knows he can't he knows convince him to do that shit. drug him and stuff yeah, that, like that. Yeah, that, that actually is very, like, yeah. interesting. Like, you know what I mean? That they didn't, like, just have him, oh, he turns into the wolfman and he's just that guy all the time. Yeah. Like, you know? They're just like, they oh, gave yeah. Him, like, like, yeah, they gave him a character, like, not just. Well, also, same some... thing with Frankenstein. Well, that's why I mentioned earlier Tom Noonan's great performance as Frankenstein. Yeah. Which is very. Just you know, it, it's which very, is a like, nod to the original, of course, uh, at least the original movie, because like he makes friends with the little girl. When of course, yeah, he yeah. sees right right by the river. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing about happens. Frankenstein's monster, right? Because it's not Frankenstein; it's Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. If you want to be part of the monster squad, you better answer that shit right. Yeah, um, Frankenstein's monster. It's just it's doing what it thinks it needs to do, yeah, but until it finds it love learns. and it, yeah. Fi- yeah, it, then it like yeah. learns it like oh, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Which is like yeah, it's like a nod to that because again. That's what I think is like great about this film is that it keeps it that original, like you know. Whereas in Ghostbusters, it's about the science, right? If yeah. there was a vampire in Ghostbusters, they wouldn't be able to just put garlic on its face. They'd have to shoot it with a proton pack and yeah. send it to the ghost world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas They'd here, to, yeah, yeah. In Monster in Monster Squad, it's very much about like those myths and things that they've been reading about. You yeah, read about in comic you know books, about you read about in movies or whatever the case may be. That works. Yeah. And which is like a great, you know what I mean? Well, like, it works because of, you know, the monster club and when they're initiating uh, the older kid, right. you know, to do that. So they set that up. Like, these are the rules. Like, it's the old, like, you know, it's the rules, you know, but we're going to reiterate it for this, you know, exactly. this world and stuff. So, Wait, which like, is all great. that stuff which is, works, yeah, you know, like exactly. works with that. So it's not anything new. And then like, you know, at the end when he's like, I see it was, I told you there's only one way to kill a wolf, like a wolf man. Yeah. That's like a great thing because they're kind of like. What do you mean? Like, you just blow him up. Like, you know, he's just some guy. Yeah, that was The whole thing, they're kind of talking about how the fact that he's just some guy in pants. And they're just like, what, he can get in a car crash and blah, blah, But then he... man can't drive a car. Yeah. I guess he can. Yeah, and then they're just like, no, like, you just shoot him with a silver bullet. And then he does it. Like, because they they shot him a bunch. Mm -hmm. And then he does it with a silver bullet. And he dies and just like, yeah, That was weird that the other kids were like... There's two ways, but they didn't even know the other way. They were just, like, making shit up. Well, I think because that's, like, you know, that is kind of like a... a lore that's not really like definite with the wolfman i mean is yeah. that the only way you can kill a wolfman is a silver bullet I like guess. is there any like you know what i mean like has there been any kind of way to something. kill him uh, yeah, yeah right know. like you can't like chop his limbs off you think he'll just come back well together? yeah that happened and then yeah he go, right he, go, he grows back together like, that's what yeah. i mean so it's like I, I was kind of wondering too i was like oh yeah what is the lore about the wolfman yeah. it's just a silver bullet that's it yeah so if he's a human and you kill him does that stop it you know what i mean yeah can you come with know. a regular bullet if he's a human Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But so it's it like one of be, those things. Yeah. But it, but yeah, but it well, also was, it, it's also just, uh, you know, great that the creature from the Black Lagoon has nothing. He could just gets shot with a shotgun by a chubby kid. Like, yeah. that's it. That's all you need to put him down. <laughs> <laughs> creature from the Black Lagoon is useless. Yeah. Absolutely useless. He yeah. mostly just like drags women down under the I sea like, anyway, right? He, like, yeah. he, was, he didn't really do much yeah, in like drowning the, people, right? Yeah. But, and falling in love with them, right? Or something like that. That's kind of you the know? thing, right? They always usually fall yeah. in love with a girl. Yeah. But I, I thought his, like, costume was pretty cool looking, actually. like they, The Black Lagoon? When, yeah. Oh, yeah. Him. The Gill yeah. Man? The Gill Man, yeah. yeah. No, like, honestly, like, I, like, like it that. It looked as good. Like I, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they looked 
Like if it, they use, they could have used that for, uh, you know, Shape of Water or something, you know? Yeah, no, like all, it looked all really good. Like all the creature designs, all the designs were like really good. Like again, like I know I was kind of saying like that Dracula looked like a dad dressed up on Halloween, yeah. but it sort of just creates that like, I, it, it's like a real world sense of it, it's right? A style. It's so a he dropped style in. Yeah, he it. dropped into this world. And he's driving a hearse with a skull on it, yeah. and everyone in the world was just like, "This fucking idiot!" Like the grownups <laughs> are just like, "What yeah, an asshole!" Yeah. But then when they try to go up against it, there's like real consequences, like real yeah. evil consequences. Like yeah. he's like, you know, he can't get shot. He's gonna kill you. He's yeah. gonna like blow he's really your shit strong, up. Yeah, know, like he just like. I, I, I thought that was like a. Yeah. I, that's like an interesting choice to have in a mm-hmm. film. Where like he could have been like this half vampire bat, like the way they show him when he's like yeah. when he's wounded, and the dad like sees him all like half bat, half man. Yeah. Like imagine he was like that the whole time. Yeah. Everyone would be fucking terrified. Yeah. That, like that the, like really no cool. adult would be like ah like. But this the fucking thing guy. too, I was like, oh, I guess like he can travel as a bat though when in the sunlight, the daylight. That that seemed kind of off. Like he yeah. would be able to do that. It, yeah. Th- th- does he ever? He does in the movie. When? In this movie, like when uh, when he's on the the plane, when they're like trying to move him, and then isn't it at night? No, it's not at night. It's oh. during the day. Oh yeah. And then yeah. like you know you see him like in the the swamp or the woods or whatever he's at, which is also yeah, funny I mean, that they buried Frankenstein I was in just, the swamp in look, suburbia. <laughs> I was just gonna say, you know it. You know that's kind it of one of those. Liberties. It's a kids movie. It's not yeah. I mean, so... it just so happens that Frankenstein falls into the swamp where the creature from the Black Lagoon is, yeah. right? Like, cause he's the one who pulls him out. Yeah, yeah. And then he could just drive his car into that swamp. You yeah. know, the hearse. Yeah. Yeah, it's a kids movie, so it's you know it's yeah, sort of like yeah, suspension of disbelief. Of yeah, disbelief, and it's yeah. also sort of like you know, and again, what we talked about earlier with Ghostbusters, how it doesn't lean into that you know, you need a medallion or it's like this ancient myth shit. It's just mostly yeah. like, this is science. We just got to go in there and yeah. do this here. It's like very much about like the amulet good yeah. versus evil. Yeah. The, the amulet and the balance like, between. It yes. All. Yeah. Yeah. Like you got to come together. The only way we're going to defeat these fuckers is if we all come together and stop yeah. fighting, you know, cause there's like the conflict with the parents, how they have to go to therapy. Yeah. There's like, you know, there isn't really any conflict with the kids. I mean, it's just mostly like the parents, yeah, they never have that moment where they like, yeah, where they like separate because of something. Right, like where they, they like fight each like, other. Yeah, where, yeah. Like, yeah, where they get mad at each other and like they disband for a minute and they're upset with one another or something, you know, or at least one of them is. Because, and again, even, even the it's whole the same like, thing with Ghostbusters because there's a bigger threat at hand here. <laughs> we don't need that. Yeah. We need them to keep together. And sure, they have some differences along the way, yeah. but they need it, they can't disband. And we need them together. But yeah, that that other part too with the parents is like totally like pushed to the wayside. Like where it's like where they they're gonna go to uh you know therapy or something and then he gets called yeah. and then he's like, If you love me, you you show me. He's like Yeah, I'm like, I'll see you later. I'm, he's all there's a lost. mummy loose. He's <laughs> all and a guy claiming a way he's a werewolf lady. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm stressed out here. <laughs> but yeah, they never kind of my go son's back a goddamn that, horror freak. Parents never really like patch that up it just kind of like you know just goes to the wayside well, well i would like to think that after you see your son and daughter attacked by dracula and almost sucked into a portal that those issues might be fixed but they're still pissed at each other they're not fixed uh, they're just pushed the, i'd like you know. to think that they're gonna get fixed <laughs> if they did monster squad 2 the parents would be fine yeah. it'd be a new actor they played the dad and yeah. the same actress as the mom but yeah. they'd be fine <laughs> Right? Like, wouldn't that probably happen? They'd probably recast the dad. Yeah. Um, not that he was bad or anything. 
I will say that here nor there. <laughs> okay, so you know, one. I mean, obviously, I'm bringing this to the collection, so I gotta kind of do some arguments here. One of the things I will say that I love about this film is the dynamic between the kids. It's not it, obviously it's not River Phoenix and Corey Feldman. It's obviously Jerry not O'Connell. <laughs> it's not obviously it's obviously not the kids we know and love. It's obviously not Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. It's it's not that yeah. level of that. But I think for what this is supposed to be, for what the movie is, right? Like it, it borders on that this could have been a this could have been a B movie, a VHS B movie, yeah. straight up. Like it could have been like a red letter I mean, media, it is like a B movie. But I mean, I, I think it really rises above it in a lot of ways because of Shane Black mm-hmm. is a script, and because of the fact that it's 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 taking itself seriously, but not too seriously, right? It's seriously, it, yeah, serious it's, enough. It's serious enough know. to where it's just like, oh yeah, like these things, like you know, obviously these things are like silly monsters and stuff like that, and these are mm-hmm. kids, but. But it's like it's very serious. Like we, it, it you know, things are gonna happen. Like they, they're gonna go around and yeah. kill. They're they're blowing up shit. I like, just realized like Frankenstein is pretty much E. T. because he, he like is. you know befriends the yeah the little girl. <laughs> yeah, and it's and and what's pretty funny like it, it seems like a pretty emotional like me you know when when they get Frankenstein out like it yeah. seems like Drag is just like fuck I've missed you bro like. Oh, like yeah. you know what I mean? He seems very just like oh thank God like we've got you <laughs> like you're the guy we need. Yeah, and he's just like yeah man, this little girl's yeah. been chill to me. I'm yeah, I'm done I'm with you, bro. Me. I'm like you know. What is he eating? Is, didn't he eat something? Uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, I thought he drank or he ate something. It was funny, but I don't know. Whatever. Sorry. No, I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember he's just he's just all horny too because he's looking at the picture that he took of the oh yeah yeah of the girl yeah. and then they and then they <laughs> develop it and they're yeah. all. And they use that against her. Look, both these films are very <laughs> rapey, okay? Yeah. Look, and, and it's hard not to be... Yeah. It's It was the 80s. <laughs> unfortunately, in the 80s, that's just what was happening. It just sucks. It was you a know? different time. It was a different time. <laughs> and, you know, whether they're grown men or they're little boys, they were still just being weirdos to women, yeah. you know, unfortunately. But, you know, we, we've got to look past that. we got to understand that, they, you know, these men saved us. <laughs> they saved us from ghouls. They saved <laughs> us from ghosts. <laughs> Save from monsters, yeah. and we gotta look. Van Helsing gave you the thumbs up. What more I mean, do you want? You know, most men go to war, and you guys let you guys give them medals, and they go home and beat their wives. So let's give these men their flowers. Just kidding. Um, also, another thing about Monster Squad again, because the dynamic between the kids, but it's also just like that idea of like, isn't that like such a great thing, right? Like that's one of the great things about kids movies is that you can have that. Where it's like, oh, you sit around all day and you're like obsessed with this thing. And like everyone's telling you, like, it's kind of the same thing in Ghostbusters, right? They're at school and the, the institution is telling them, like, you know, get over it. We don't, we, your beliefs are crazy. You know, we don't want you here. Get out of here. And it turns out that when the monsters show up, they're the only ones who have the knowledge to handle it <laughs> because they're children and their imagination lets them. Whereas grownups are just like, oh, we just show up and we shoot things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they're just like, no, we know what to do. We gotta gotta read from this book. We need a virgin to read from this book. <laughs> we need, you know what I mean? Like it's like a whole yeah. thing. Whereas like grownups are not gonna follow those kind of rules. They're just like, shut up, kid, get in your room. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think that's like a very. What's great about this film is that idea that like, it is very much just like a a, a kids movie, but it's also an adult film. I can enjoy it as an adult. Didn't see it as a kid. But I feel like I watched it as a kid. It mm-hmm. has that that kind of nostalgia for me. Whereas, like you know, I love Stand by Me. You yeah. know, um, what is it? The uh, um, the one, the space one. Explorers. Explorers. That, yeah. yeah, I said that earlier, right? 
Uh, all those films, like the kid, Goonies, stuff like yeah. that, were just like these kids. And like, you know, I watched those when I was a kid and I really enjoyed them because of that. But watching this as I'm older, it really just brings back those same feelings of those movies. Mm-hmm. We're just like, oh, yeah, like this is like this is like really cool. Like that they have like these characters and they're put in this situation and they're, you know, and, and they're like it's it's like dumb. It's like so dumb, but like so fun. You know what I mean? Like the Wolfman's got nards. Like that's that's great. Like he just kicks the Wolfman in the nuts. Of course the Wolfman would have nuts. He's just a guy, and that's what they keep bringing up the whole yeah. time. Like he's just a guy walking around in pants. Yeah. Like why wouldn't he drive a car? Like that's such like a cool. It's like yeah, such it's a, like Brody and Mallrats. And the yeah. thing is, even his thing is the rock, like made out of exactly. Rock, you know? Like it's it's like uh, it's like kind of messing with that idea of that, right? Yeah, like if the these things were of- real. Yeah, like, you're really talking about. Yeah, it. would I would I be able to kick the Wolfman in the nuts and would yeah. that help? You know what I mean? Like, would that work? And it sort of like has that, like, which I think is like, you know, it, it's obviously not done as well. I think as, as Ghostbusters, even though there's some great set pieces and there's like some really good practical effects, yeah. I don't think it's like as good as Ghostbusters, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think it belongs to the Criterion Collection because, again, it, as a as a children's fantasy horror film, as something that's like. It really is like top notch above most things like this. I mean, most things like this are like B movie films. Like they're not really like this is like. I mean, obviously it's not done as well as E. T. But this is pretty much E. T. It's just yeah. you know, it's like that same kind of feeling. You're just like, oh hell yeah, like you know, uh, the cops show up and start shooting shit at the end because they don't understand. They just have to shoot things. Yeah. <laughs> Where the kids are like, no, we know how to stop this. We know what to do. Like, was, you know, that was a thing too. Like this movie felt like very like 1950s sort of how everything like, you know, just the small suburban town. How yeah, dumb, that like, is true. You know, like how yeah. dumb, like the, when the army comes in, you know, with the tank and stuff like that. And just, uh, you know, just how, like, just how things are treated, like almost, uh, you know, like where it's like this thing where i guess maybe like yeah in the 1980s was trying to hold on to that like americana kind of thing you know where like you know the like it's the you know mom you know yeah, married white couple mom white picket yeah, yeah. fence mom dad like two kids the thing, nuclear family you know yeah and where but you know they try to like obviously use that but they use they like they try to twist it a little bit like you know with the parents actually having trouble and you know even mentioning they're going to therapy and stuff like that like because that's yeah. not the 1950s way it was be like you know like buck up you know sunny or like yeah and everyone's dad was a, a smile everyone's dad was a cop and yeah. everyone's mom was just like a the good homemaker, housewife yeah yeah, yeah. homemaker you know and the kids are just you know getting into shenanigans and right. stuff like that and they just have a tree kids, house and they're just yeah. <laughs> they're solving some like murder yeah. yeah and the dog is there to bark at at you know at yeah. one of the monsters for that's no a pretty funny line when it's just like, how does the dog get up here <laughs> yeah, it's, <just> so <laughs> ran- yeah. it's kind of random but yeah i mean i almost like this director too like i liked a few of his movies like the i one i haven't seen in a long time it was just like one of those ones that was on hbo it was with that guy from um 21 jump street like the guy with like the, uh, the like nice eyebrows. Richard like. Grieco? Yeah, Grieco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he directed Robocop 3. Which he did a ro- like, direct Robocop 3. And I was like, so oh, for you to shit. Bring that up. I was like, wow, that's insane. That's like, because Robocop 3, you know, it's fine. Like, I think it has one of the best beginnings of a Robocop uh, when they introduce him, when they show him. But it's just one of those, like, I just like it because it's obviously has its flaws and it's kind of goofy, but it's still kind of good at the same time. Like I still like it. 
But anyway, like, yeah, like, and uh, yeah, obviously I didn't grow up with uh, Monster Squad. I didn't see it till later. And then obviously rewatching it today was you know, a different experience than when, than first watching it, you know, because like it, because it's always that thing. It's like, you know, like it's that nerd kind of like conversation piece where like, what if we got, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, the Gill Man, a Wolf Man, all in one movie, and how are you gonna treat it? Like it, you know, it's not like, and it's not like just Abbott and Costello doing it or something like that, you know? Right, right. Where it's right. just like you know, fun kind of kids thing where, and it's not trying to be anything more than that, you know? Where it's like, where, where like, and we were talking how you were talking about Freddy versus Jason. I was like, what the fuck are they gonna do with that? Like, you know, and they just kind of. I don't know. They just fumble the ball. It's like yeah, they, so. They have it's to like, like figure it out as know, they go along because again, that would end pretty quickly. Yeah. If they just like they both so killed it, they'd yeah. both kill the main kids or whatever, yeah. and that would be it. It's like, like what why are we doing? They, like, why would they fight each other? Yeah. There'd be no. Re- you know what I mean? Yeah. They have to like figure out some reason. Yeah. yeah. Where they didn't need to like figure out something like you know so crazy or something like that, where it's just like almost that fifth element kind of thing. You know, like they're just like got to keep away the like you know the the macguffin from dracula right you know like which is you know just like simple kind of storytelling but sometimes things and the just... only people who can do it are <laughs> yeah. kids yeah because they're Cause the they, only ones they believe. believe they're pure yeah. we need a virgin obviously yeah. that young girl, yeah you know adults what I mean? are like not going to believe this and don't yes. know how to handle this because yes they've they're forgotten just, their way yeah, they're just going to point a gun at it yeah and sh- yeah exactly and you know like and sometimes you just need that simple storytelling where you don't have to like make it so i mean i guess it sort of is high concept but you don't have to like muck it up by like trying to be smarter than you know your audience and like or darker or or anything patting yourself on the back yeah 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 or yeah or making it too dark or something but 80s movies always kind of had like that weird darkness that wasn't like there it was just there because they treated things kind of adult yeah it had that you know like it's not so like some like tv disney movie you know which this could have been a really bad you know just halloween town or something like that you know yeah. which there's a place for that and like you know people can enjoy that but you know obviously monster squad was trying to go for a little more not necessarily edgier but you know like just fun contained like monster movie that well, i would say would... a little more like teen right yeah. like when you're a teen like how yeah. cool is that right like you're just like at that one point where like She's just like, oh no! And those three vampire ladies are rolling up. Yeah. And then, again, they, he's just like the kid, just like with the bow and arrow, just goes up and like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm part of the club, ain't I? And you just yeah. like start shooting them. Yeah. Like that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, that's like a cool thing. Like you're like a teenager, you would love to think that you'd be able to do that. Yeah. Now I'd be scared shitless, and I would even if yeah. I had a bow and arrow, I'd just be like, uh, guys. Yeah, and it's not <laughs> easy to use a bow and arrow. You no, know, it's, it's not, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it just has that thing where like. You know, it's not trying to be something that it, it. It's not trying to be something more than it, it feel like it is. Like they knew what they were doing. Yes. And and they, and how cool is that to get like you know like I said earlier, Dracula, the Wolfman, and all this stuff, and like even giving the Wolfman some sort of dimension to to his character than just yeah. being like you know he's this guy that doesn't want to be this person like you know. Or I would say the mummy's the like only one who not, got the short end of the stick. Yeah, the mummy he gets just unraveled kinda just, and you know. Yeah, he just kind of shows up and he's gone. Yeah. 
But I mean, yeah, I get you know, like that's fine. But even even the Gill man gets a little shorter in the stick. He's kind of just there too. But that's true. That's yeah. true. He pops up at the end. Yeah. Literally pops out of the sewer. Gets shot yeah. by Horace. Yeah. So yeah. And you know done. too that I mean, there's like holes in the story, like you know the things that just happen. But obviously, you know, you don't have to like. It's like I like focus on him like a little bit, but I also realize uh, this is this is a kids movie that is just doing having fun and like trying to tell you know this this story or whatever. well it's a movie that's about right it's a movie that's made up like so nowadays movies are like trying to make those moments right yeah they want to have those moments those trailer moments yeah so they build a movie around that mm-hmm. and the movie around it is so like uh, 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 and then you get to those trailer moments you're like well i saw this in the trailer i don't care yeah it just it has no meaning it has yeah. no weight to it like i feel like here it, it it's not they're not trailer moments. They're just movie moments. Back yeah. in the eighties, you had movie moments where Horace they knew fucking the shoots. You know, hit, he you know. shoots the Gilman, and then they're just like, "Oh, Horace!" And he just and they're just like, "Oh, cool, good job, fat kid!" And he yeah. just he's all, "My name's not Fat Kid. Yeah. It's Horace." Yeah. Like, but it builds up to that. We 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 yeah, they we, set that up. Yeah, we were a lot of movies that. don't like. They just like, yes, kind of ignore all that. Exactly. Like I'm watching Monster Squad, and I want that. That's yeah. what I want out of this yeah. movie. I want those moments. Yeah. I want the moment of just like him just being like, I'm part of the squad, ain't I? Yeah. Like, and he just like starts shooting those vampire chicks. Yeah. Or just when he gets, he un- like, you know, he unload like unloads the gun and puts yeah. a silver bullet and goes bang and then shoots yeah. the werewolf. And then he's just, and the werewolf's just like, thank you. And then yeah. dies. Like, yeah, that's, that's kind, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of stuff that like I'm looking for in this movie because it's building up to that. Yeah. Where like movies nowadays, yeah. they give you shit like that. But it's not even cool because there's no, there's nothing else. There's nothing else. There's that, no, there's nothing behind it. There's not those small yeah, it, moments. Or that, it's, because it's, it hasn't been fun leading up to this. Yeah. It has. It's just been a chore. You watching this fucking yeah. movie to lead to those things. Oh, it's finally to this exactly. And, and, but you had, like you said, you had already seen it in the trailer. Exactly. So it makes so you don't care. Right. And and you know, for him to shoot the Wolfman is you know they built up the, that the whole thing you know? yes him it's, like talking it's about like it. the yes. three things like so like they asked him the questions like yeah. You shoot him with the silver bullet. You show they show him making the bullets. Yeah, and then they show him shoot him. Like you know, it's no. Like, but then when and then also when they're just if he talks about the thing with the ambulance, he's all like he's like telling him he's like guys like when he does the meeting, and he's like guys, someone stole a mummy from the museum, mm-hmm. and he's all there's also, Dracula called me trying to get my book. <laughs> he's all someone and then he's just like oh like there was a guy who was claiming to be a werewolf. They took him in the amb they shot him. Took him in the ambulance and now he's gone. And then he turns around. And he goes, "What well, they shoot him? They shoot him with a silver bullet." And they're like, "No." And he just goes like, yeah. like he does like this thing. We're like, "Yeah, that's why he's alive." Yeah, because I'm telling you that it's got to be with the silver bullet. <laughs> yeah. And so again, when that ending comes, yeah, you're just like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a payoff. Whereas yeah. like most, movies yeah, a lot like of new this, movies don't do that at if all. If they redid Monster Squad, which they're probably gonna do because we're gonna we're setting this out into yeah. the algorithm and they're gonna fucking do it probably. Yeah, right. And and they're gonna not they're gonna try to make those moments and not give you anything in between that Mm -hmm. right so when you see you know horace getting picked on in in the newer movie it's gonna be like a bunch of scenes like that a bunch Mm -hmm. of them uh uh, too many of them too extreme he's gonna be getting like fucking hung over a bridge and like cutting the (laughs) belly or something all serious and then they're gonna give you some moment that doesn't have brick to his dick (laughs) yeah they're gonna like give you some moment that doesn't mean anything because you don't you're just so kind of like, what? what is going on here? Like, you know, I haven't seen anything but this person be tortured. They show that scene in here. He gets picked on. Rudy comes up, makes the guy eat the Snickers, whatever. And like now from then on, he's just, he literally comes up. He's like, guys, like, 
Rudy, help me out. Can he be part of our club? Yeah. And he starts to like build on these characters and be like, oh, like I, you know, like mm. I get like this guy, like, you know, Horace, he's like kind of the chubby kid. So he's dealing with stuff and like mm. he has these small friends that can't really help, but Rudy can help him. Yeah. So, like be part of a club. And then like you kind of get when those moments come at the end, when they all do these certain things, you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, like I, I it was it was that was meant to happen. It's supposed mm. to be that yeah. most movies. They'll give you a character and they're just like, oh, like, here's like something Bro, like this is what it's supposed to be. Don't you yeah. better be get ready because he's going to have his redeeming thing. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of like telling you and pounding you on the head. Yeah. And back in the time, back in, you know, around this time when they were making these films, they knew how to like give you those moments in such a like, I don't know. It's, it's such a different it's such a different thing. Right. Like yeah. when they say those lines. Even in, you know, when it's like, oh, like in Ghostbusters, like, let's show this prehistoric bitch how we do things downtown. Yeah. Like, that's such like a, it, it's not even really being emphasized. It's just there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those things are just there. And you're just like, yeah, fuck it's not yeah, winking like, at you. Here, you see? Yeah. We did that. Yeah. 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 It just, it's, it's just, just there. doing it. Yeah. And so I think that's why this movie, like, you know, it, it, that's why it's such a cult classic. I mean, to have the kid wearing a shirt that says Stephen King rules. I mean, that's such like a good, like little like detail, you know what I mean? To yeah. show that this kid really gives a fuck about horror and that he really like likes these things. You yeah. know what I mean? If you like Stephen King, when you're a kid, like you knew what was yeah. up. So Mondo, are you joining the monster squad or not? I mean, I, I, honestly, I brought this one as kind of a, kind of a fun one. I really didn't think mm-hmm. I was going to like have anything to kind of argue about it or really uh-huh. like, yeah. You know, I really wanted to talk about it because I really enjoyed the film and blah, and you know, and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't know. I, I now that we've been like kind of going back and forth, yeah, but discussing I really, it. Yeah. I really do think it does belong there because it does. It, it really, to me, it feels like this is a children's movie that's again, it falls in that category where it's still a little bit grown up. Yeah, you can you can find things in it as you get older and watch it. Like, oh yeah, like that's pretty cool. Like you know. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not the same thing as Ghostbusters, yeah. obviously, but yeah. it has that. And it, it's just again, like you know, it's just one of those things. Like it's like a it's like a monster con movie. Yeah. You know, it's just fun. I wanna know what all these people are up to. Yeah. And I hate the fact that none of them got jobs after this. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's really but, crazy. You know, I don't know. But I guess it makes sense because I feel like this movie was swept under the rug for a long time. It was. I feel yeah. like it was. Yeah. Because again, but, it, you know, it probably got lost in the swirl of Ghostbuster yeah. and like that, you know, that those kind of movies kind of like, you know, everyone yeah, was like Explorers copying. Explorers is like, you know, it was on TV, but still it was, it, I mean, I feel like a lot of people missed it, you know? Yeah. I like guess one of those, if you know, you know, kind of things. But the only gripe I really have with it is Joe Dante should have directed this film. That's like the only thing like. I think it would have been like elevated to like something else, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Joe Dante would have brought a lot more uh, to this. I, I think uh, a lot of the sets would probably look a lot better. It'd probably be a lot better. Yeah. You're right. But I, I mean, yeah, like that too. Like I was like, damn, it, am I gonna let this fucking movie in the Monster Squad? Are we gonna be laughed out of the Criterion closet because uh, I, I we mean, might let this in? You know, tiny furniture's in, so I don't know. <laughs> But I mean, after talking about it, it's just like it's just so fun, and like it it does need that kind of nostalgia look back on on this film because I don't I don't know if it does I don't I've never owned it on DVD or like I think it's coming out on 4K now pretty soon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody's but, gonna like release you know, it. I think like you know Shout Factory Arrow like there's a lot of people you know who, like somebody yeah, yeah. Uh, you know like I feel like it does deserve that kind of treatment where like it should be looked 
back on fondly and like you know why this was like why why would why wasn't this like a bigger hit or something like that and just you know how did they how did they get to do this movie like yeah like why like how is there not a monster I feel squad like maybe, sequel I, yeah that too and i feel like maybe it just came out a little too late in the 80s yeah i think it just is like wrong it just like wrong that, time like wrong place know, yeah because i think like yeah and also you know it was it was it was it was put together right like if they would just had like one like a Corey feldman or somebody like one name yeah that it might have like you know what i'm saying yeah or like at least feldman would have been too old by this time he's already dream a little dream right right, right. but but something to drive. But, but something but yeah i know like i know what you mean you know like what I mean? just like, like one of those yeah. actors like that would it would have made it stand out somehow like a little more like it gave it a little ump because i feel like maybe the main character isn't like so prominent you know, like at the forefront of like every scene or there, it's just kind of, he's just kind of yeah. like part of the group. Like and again, it does a good job for what this is, but he's no Sean Austin. He's no, yeah. you know what I mean? He's yeah. no Elijah Wood. He's no Corey Feldman. You yeah. know, those guys like River Phoenix. He just doesn't have that charm or something. Yeah. To like it. he or just they... didn't have that like, where you're just like, oh yeah, like I can see that this yeah. kid's going to be in other movies. This yeah. kid's a star. Yeah, no one's know? like, it feels like none of these kids are in anything else. But that's okay because that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's about fine. the overall story. But yeah, overall, it, yeah, it does it does stand out. And, you know, Criterion, let's fucking, let's see a, a Monster Squad release, you cowards. Damn. All right. See, I was I was expecting you to say no, honestly. I was going to say and no. I, and I wouldn't have been like mad. Because again, I, I bring this as a fun one. Not that I didn't want it to be in there. Not that I'm just like, oh, I yeah. don't care. But but obviously, you know, like everything can't be in or, or something like that. And and some movies we just want to discuss. Yeah, exactly. It's mostly yeah. just like to talk about Ghostbusters, yeah. honestly. <laughs> but whilst watching the Monster Squad, I was like, oh, like, yeah, honestly, like I do kind of feel like this could be. This is like an, it's not important in the ways in a lot of like films that we bring, but yeah, it is. Like, it it is sort of like I mean you know I mean Criterion's putting out Wally, I think it just should recognized as like you know a certain time in cinema too. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know it's a Shane Black original baby. Yeah, who doesn't love Shane Black? You know what I'm saying? Does do people not like Shane Black? I think they like him again. All right, good. You heard it here first, baby. We love Shane Black again. Um, uh, the Monster Squad is in the Criterion Collection, where it should be. I mean, it would just be great to see that. I mean, come on, think about that. Yeah. Think about the Monster Squad, because we're get, you know, because the Criterion Channel they do a lot of spotlights on stuff. You know, I think they might have had the Monster Squad maybe at one point on, on one the of channel? their collections for like uh, Halloween. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. it's possible. Not sure, but they do a lot. I mean, you know, we fucking talked about. You know, they have like I know what you did last summer on there and different things like that. So. Yeah. They're ready, you know, they're ready to look into different things. They're ready to, yeah. like, give credit to, like... Expand a little more. Yeah, the yeah. things that aren't necessarily fucking John Goddard. They're not fucking, yeah. like, some underground Indian cinema, all right? <laughs> they're, 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 they're looking to expand a bit. Yeah. And, hey, so are we, because we need to get the algorithm, those numbers up, baby. Yeah. We can't just sit around here talking about, like, indie films, you know, as much as we'd like yeah, to. Yeah, we're getting vacant on this. Because nobody cares. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. We want you to give a shit. We're trying to get you guys to give a shit, but all you want to hear about is fucking Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> or fucking something like that. Yeah. But Tom no. Cruise, Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's it. Y'all want the Toms. Yeah. And we don't we, we don't have the Toms to give. Yeah. We're trying to give you a mixture of it all. So Ghostbusters, Monster Squad. What do you guys think? 
do you guys did you guys even know Ghostbusters was in the Criterion Collection? Mm. That's a that's a fucking mm-hmm. laser disc. Um, I'm surprised Monster you know what Criterion release Monster Squad, but as a laser disc. Yeah. Don't even fucking do 4K or Blu-ray. <laughs> See who's down. See who's got the real ball. See who's been around since back in the 80s. You goddamn liars, you cretins. You're not down for physical media. Show me. <laughs> Criterion, show me. It's in, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we're doing Halloween specials. I don't know if you've heard. We've got some great Halloween bonus episodes. We're the talking craft, about Slumber Party Massacre, uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. That's right. Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. She's in the news now. She's yeah. in the Criterion Collection now. <laughs> No, Will, yeah, Will was originally cast, but yep. Jada Pinkett slapped him. Yeah, she. Um, yeah, I mean, we. I mean, we didn't mention on the episode, but I guess I. Got, I got to mention here. We found out some news that she was having an affair with the Crip Keeper. Crip Keeper while she was with Will Smith. She started a band with him. <laughs> she loves the Crip Keeper and Tupac more than she loves Will Smith. It's the love of her life, and that's what she said, not us. Yeah. Um, follow the Criterion Cult at Criterion Cult Pod Twitter. Instagram, give us a follow, give us some shares. Please let us know what you think. We want to hear from you guys. You guys are cult members, you know, but we still want to hear what you think. We still like to hear your opinions. We're sending out official member cards. Exactly, we're going to, and you're gonna have to. You have to shave your heads, and we're gonna give you send you a robe that you gotta wear everywhere, Um, and it just says CC on it on the on the shoulder. Uh, You can follow me at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram if you'd like. Jordan Garcia on Letterbox. Mondo, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on all those things, including Letterboxd at save underscore Mondo. Make sure you guys join the cult and um, yeah, watch you know, more spooky movies. Yeah, just watch more movies in general. Please.